And it doesn't matter if you are just getting started into this whole nutrition journey or if you are already kind of well-versed in nutrition and perhaps at the other end, leaning towards orthorexia, it just gives you a nice broad understanding of what health could look like through what we eat. Hey, I'm Alana Bonneman, naturopath and holistic nutritionist. This podcast is dedicated to reclaiming your health by harnessing yourself as your biggest asset. Get ready because this is where we stand up for your body's ability to heal, go against outdated norms and say yes to change. Creating true and lasting success all from the inside out. Thank you so much for being here. This is the Health After 30 podcast and let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health After 30 podcast. Your host, Alana Bonneman, here with you, and I want to thank you so much for being here. You could have been anywhere right now, but you're here, interested in your health and listening to this podcast. If you've been listening for a while, you know I have a special interest in helping mums regain a new wave of energy in motherhood. If this speaks to you, I would like to invite you to be a part of my inner circle and join my mailing list. This is where I share tips, updates, and unique opportunities. If you want to join in today, I also offer you, if you join today, you'll also get a copy of The Ultimate Guide to Snacks. This is a cookbook which I've put together, which is exclusively for snacks because they truly are the hidden meal, which will maximize your nutrition. And when it comes to your health, nutrition is the first place to start. I look forward to seeing more of you, but for now, this is enough of me and let's get into today's episode. Today, I want to talk about food rules. So what comes to mind when you hear the word food rules? It's probably something quite restrictive, perhaps something like eating healthy or quote unquote healthy, eating quote unquote not junk food, you know, sugar's bad, salad's good. Perhaps these types of things come to mind when you think of food rules. But I'm not talking about that specifically today. I want to touch on something which is, I guess, a bit, it's a bit of a step back from the micromanagement of what we eat and stepping back to how we see perhaps food and the food industry as a whole. So during my university times, I learned, I mean, because I was studying naturopathy, nutrition, herbal medicine, we learned a lot about what we can ingest to have health promoting benefits. And when I left uni five years later, I guess I would have what is now coined as orthorexia. And this refers to an unhealthy obsession with eating just pure foods. It's like foods that you consider pure or impure. And this is not set in any way. It can differ from person to person, but it's kind of about yeah, eating clean or you know only eating foods that are gonna pr- be health promoting. This was a big part of my identity when I left university and it got to the point where my parents were like, Alana, you need to calm down. Perhaps it was, yeah, it's seen as like a disordered eating in a way, perhaps not binge eating or um, anorexia, but just an obsession about certain types of food. And I kind of thought it was fine because I've like done all this study and all this research says, and I had like so many things to back up the behavior that I was doing, but long-term sustainable it wasn't it wasn't something that was really I guess that healthy and over the years obviously it's changed but one of the biggest things that kind of made a change for me is when I was introduced to a 
a journalist he is actually called Michael Pollan. He writes in the defense of food. He writes the omnivore's diet. And um, he also writes a book called Food Rules. And he calls it an eater's manual. And I think it's a short book. I don't know, maybe 200 pages or less. And he just outlines some really pivotal and important aspects of how we can uh, see and approach food. And I wanted to share them with you because it made such an impact on my life and I thought it would just be nice and you guys might want to hear about it as well. So Michael Pollan is a very good investigative journalist and he just has an interest in nutrition. And I mean, it's great that journalism is turning towards subjects like these because it is you know, I don't know, eating has kind of gotten complicated, I feel, these days. The more we learn, the more complicated it does become and the more um, foods and brands and the whole industry uh, makes it a bit more complicated of what perhaps should we be eating and what perhaps uh, needs to be eaten less. So I wanted to share just a few little points and just talk about them. Some ones that I find quite nice and very easy and practical to be also probably to be able to put into your day. So the first one I have here is to shop the peripheries of the supermarket and stay away from the middle. So when you think about a supermarket layout, uh, we kind of walk in and perhaps there's all the fresh fruit and vegetables. And then you go along the side and it's fridges, perhaps dairy, perhaps a deli, meats, and then you kind of come to the checkout. On the outside and the peripheries of the supermarket, this is where all our fresh food is. Fresh food or food that can go off, dairy, meats, um, fish, perhaps even frozen food as well. But it's stuff that has once been fresh and is now ready for sale. And when you think about the middle of a supermarket, this is all of our canned food, it's all our packaged food, it's all our highly processed food um, and everything that's kind of wrapped in a packet and has quite a long ingredients list. So shopping the outside of the peripheries, it's just a really nice way to know that you're getting as fresh as food as possible and also potentially food higher in nutrient value as well. So another rule that he writes is, if it came from a plant, eat it. If it was made in a plant, don't eat it. So this also kind of, you know, comes off the back of what the last food rule was, was about, you know, eating in the peripheries of a supermarket, shopping the peripheries of a supermarket. So again, if it comes from a plant, it's most likely going to be fresh. It's going to be um, high in fiber. It's going to be something which has high nutrients. If it was made in a plant, this means that it's been uh, perhaps created through chemistry, has synthetic ingredients, um, has been packaged, also has certain stabilizers in it to prolong shelf life. So, I mean, in essence, the, the main gist here is we want to be eating more fresh than we are eating packaged foods. Another food rule he touches on, which I quite like, although I don't like perhaps the words he uses, but I like the um, connotation of it is eat all the junk food you want as long as you cook it yourself. So I don't actually like to call food good food, bad food or junk food or healthy food because I find labeling it just isn't very helpful and can cause kind of a worsened relationship with food. But I guess the general gist, everyone knows perhaps what the typical junk food is. Uh, Fried foods, cakes, biscuits, stuff like this, ice cream, you know. Um, And when we make it ourselves, not only do you know the exact ingredients that are going into that, but it takes a lot of time to make a cake, 
to bake cookies, to make ice cream. And when you're taking the time to do that, you also enjoy it when you eat it more because you've put you kind of labored with love to make it. So you're enjoying it a bit more. And secondly, you're probably not going to do it every day because it does take such a long time. So it really brings back in these foods into moderation. A few other rules are something like drink the spinach water. I love this. Like, so when you're cooking vegetables, a lot of the nutrients run out of the vegetables and go into the water. And sometimes we just toss that out, but that's so highly nutritious. It can also be used as stock for later on soups. So I find this a nice point. And then another one, like eat animals that have eaten well themselves. So knowing kind of where your meat comes from and perhaps what they're being fed. Are they getting sunlight? The quality of their life and how they live and what they ate is then translated into uh, how you're also receiving that food. So as you can see, the way that Michael Pollan kind of approaches food rules are a bit different to perhaps, to perhaps what we think as food rules. And I mean, at the end, he kind of emphasizes to cook. And then at the very last page, he says, you know, break the rules every once in a while. And I just, I love the lightheartedness of this. And I love how simple these rules are to follow. And it doesn't matter if you are just getting started into this whole nutrition journey, or if you are already kind of well-versed in nutrition and perhaps at the other end, leaning towards orthorexia, it just gives you a nice broad understanding of what health could look like through what we eat. And when we follow these basics, it becomes easier to kind of navigate um, healthy eating in a highly processed world. And when we follow these basic principles or food rules, it makes it easier to kind of navigate healthy eating. It leads us towards eating more fresh foods, um, more whole foods rather than highly processed foods. And I think this is just a very simple understanding. It's a foundational uh, practice that we can all kind of do a bit better without nitpicking on what specifically has the highest nutrients, what specifically is that soup next trending superfood, you know? It kind of just takes it to a very humble approach of, okay, like, what's a simple thing I can do? I mean, you could tell your parents this and they would also conceptualize, okay, eat in the like shop on the periphery of a supermarket, that makes sense. It's achievable and it's easy. So I've just touched on a few of the food rules that are talked about in the book. I think all in all, there's 64 rules and it's broken up into three different parts of what should I eat? What kind of food should I eat and how should I eat it? I just find it a nice non-pressure approach to eating well. <laughs> and I think sometimes that's just what we need to kind of know is like, okay, what are the basics of how to eat well? And if you can take just one thing away that you can start practicing, it just starts to make those small shifts in your day and in your life as well. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Be well, and I'll catch you in the next episode. I don't think I need to tell you that your health is one of the most important aspects to a fulfilling life. Whether it's being fully active in the things you love, keeping up with your children, or walking out of the house and feeling confident in your body. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you're ready for change. But let's face it, it's not always easy. It can be confusing and super overwhelming, and everyone seems to be teaching that one thing. But the problem is, our health is not whittled down to just one thing. And until you take a holistic approach to taking care of yourself and your health, 
chances are you'll be missing more than one thing. That's where I come in. I work with motivated people who are ready to reclaim their health in a holistic way. And I walk them through the essential things they need to succeed. Whether you're starting your health journey or looking for the next step, you're going to see how to do things differently. To step into the role you need to reclaim your health, head over to alanabonneman.com to get started. Thanks for listening. Be well, and I'll catch you next time.